your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Hey, hockey fans, need more hockey news? Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the NHL. You can subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps happening every day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we are joined by Alex Micheletti to talk all things Minnesota Wild, gearing up for the offseason, Kirill Kaprizov's extension dilemma, Jack Eichel, everything you can think of, we will hit on it here today. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple seasons, exclusively covering the Minnesota Wild. It is a Monday edition of Locked on Wild. Hope you had a great weekend. And as I mentioned, summer guest season is here. And to help us kick it all off is Alex Micheletti. And uh, Alex, hope you had a great weekend. How are things going, man? Yeah, it's uh, going great. Had a had a good weekend. Was uh, out on Lake Minnetonka yesterday. So nice nice to get on the lake and yeah, enjoy enjoy the summer weather. And uh, yeah, uh, been a been a fun. Uh, couple of uh, weeks a month uh, watching uh, playoff hockey and so yeah uh, geared up to to talk about the wild today too before we get into the wild we should talk about the stanley cup final a little bit which we finally have our matchup the montreal canadians and the tampa bay lightning so you got the team that everybody expected was going to be there and the team that really caught people by surprise cole caulfield nick suzuki really uh, lighting it up for the canadians pretty good goalie matchup as well what do you think? We've got uh, we've got first game uh, coming up tonight. Uh, should be an exciting matchup. Who you got, and what do you think of the series? Yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't ask for a better goaltending matchup with Vasilevsky and Carey Price. I mean, uh, I think it's going to be pretty low scoring, uh, just based off how both the goaltenders are playing. Um, I'll go with Tampa Bay for game one. I mean, they they're just locked in right now, and I mean. You can't you can't stop the thoroughbred offense that they they, they that they got going and Victor Hedman's all world back there on the on the on the back line and uh, you know you know another guy that's playing unbelievable right now is Ryan McDonough too I mean he's he's taking his game to another level and uh, yeah I mean it's it's so much fun to watch Tampa Bay and I just think they have a little bit more horses than uh, than Montreal so I'll go with the Lightning for Game One. Yeah, I um I think it's gonna be hopefully a lengthy series, but yeah, I think Tampa Bay gets it started on the right foot, and I mean we'll uh, we'll go with Caulfield as long as he'll uh, as long as he'll keep the Canadians running, but right. man, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough. Um, Eric Stahl, former Wild player, uh, I think that's probably the one that I'm rooting for the most to get mm-hmm. a cup is uh, is Stahl because you know he was here for a couple of seasons, but. Really hard to argue with what he did for the Wild, just uh, just not quite what we were looking for in a top center, but still had some very good years with the team. Yeah, I mean, he brings that playoff experience uh, from his Carolina days, and uh, it's it's amazing that him and Corey Perry are in a Stanley Cup. I mean, they both have Stanley Cup rings uh, from their beginning of their careers, and it's amazing that they're still playing and still playing at a high level, you know, albeit on the fourth line. But 
you know, that this that this is what that Montreal team needed is some veteran, you know, presence to go along with the young studs and Suzuki and Caulfield and show them, show them the way. And also Shea Weber is playing unbelievable back there. Uh, Jeff Petrie is another, you know, um, underrated defenseman back there. And so, yeah, it's fun to see that mix of veteran and, and young uh, young guys together with Montreal being a surprise team of, of the playoffs for sure. Unfortunately for the Wild, their season ended in the first round in a uh, Game 7 uh, loss to the Vegas Golden Knights. And so we've had some chance to just kind of reflect and, and move past the season. Um, a very successful one, obviously, for the Wild, but didn't quite get to where they wanted to go. Um, overall, what uh, what did you pull from the season uh, for the Wild, considering that a lot of people thought that this was going to be kind of a transition year for the Wild, not expected to necessarily make a ton of noise, but at the same time, they certainly did. So what, uh, what were some of the things that you enjoyed most about this season? Yeah, I, I thought it was definitely a surprising season. Um, some of the things that I enjoyed the most was uh, um, Kevin Fiala breaking out to be a, a superstar player. I mean, he had his uh, difficulties with uh, under Bruce Boudreau, and uh, he finally was able to, you know, uh, spread his wings a little bit and, and take over as an offensive force. Um, I also thought uh, a big surprise was Joel, uh, Joel Erickson Eck. Um, I, I did not expect the season that he was. Uh, going to have and he really blossomed playing with uh, Marcus Foligno and Jordan Greenway Uh, also another surprise was Cam Talbot I mean he's played uh, for a couple teams before the wild that weren't great defensively and so his numbers weren't weren't you know weren't too good Um, but you know the thought was hey get him behind the wild decor and you know you know his numbers will improve significantly and he did I mean a lot of the games that he played in, especially in that Vegas series, the wild had no business even, you know, you know, staying competitive and he kept the team in it. And uh, he's just so sound uh, back there. Um, You know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't move around a lot. He's, he's technically, he's just, you know, in always in the right spot. And uh, so, yeah, it was fun, fun to, fun to watch him. Uh, Another player uh, that I thought, um, you know, had an amazing season was Marcus Foligno. I mean, he, uh, and again, just same like Eric Snack, uh, uh on that on that third line. He was he brought the leadership. Uh, anytime you know, anytime the Wild needed a physical presence out there, he brought it, brought it. Um, and he's a good, great leader. Um, and so yeah, I thought you know some of those some of those guys were uh, were fun to watch and uh, had seasons I, I didn't expect. So of course, um, we are going to sneak in a quick break, but then we'll talk about the guy who uh, maybe blew the doors off the most, Krill Kaprizov, because well, there was some news that made headlines recently about his contract situation. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some potential targets, um, including Jack Eichel. More with Alex Micheletti coming up here on Locked on Wild. Oh, hey, don't mind me. Just about to chomp into one of these amazing built Bars. Wait, what? You've never heard of a built Bar? Okay, I'll explain it to you this way. Built Bar's got nine amazing flavors. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. One of those is going to be your favorite. You might be like me and go with raspberry. If you're not sure where to start, just go with the mystery box. You'll get two each of all of those nine flavors. The best part, though, about Built Bar's is they're amazingly healthy for you. Each bar has over 17 grams of protein, 
contains only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. And a couple of bars have even more protein, all packed into each amazing Built Bar. So don't delay. Head to BuiltBar.com now and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Continuing our chat with Alex Micheletti, recapping the Minnesota Wild season, looking ahead to some potential off-season moves as well. And Alex, let's talk about Kirill Kaprizov, who finally came to the United States. And uh, I don't think there's anything that he left. I don't think there's any box that he left unchecked in his first season in the NHL. Just had an amazing year, single-handedly uh, breathed life into this franchise. I mean, I I lose track of the number of experts who said that this wild team was finally fun to watch. I mean, I had people in the Locked On Network that were uh, were having just a heck of a time enjoying uh, what he brought to the table. What did you think of Kirill Kaprizov's first season in the NHL? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's franchise changing. You know, that's that's the big <laughs> that's all you can say about that. I mean, every time he touched the puck, it was it was like it was magic. Um, it didn't matter who he was playing with. I mean, he he made his line better every time they were out on the ice. And you know, only, there's only a few players like that that can t- can take over a game. And uh, Kaprizov is definitely uh, one of them for the Wild. Him and Fiala. I mean. Yeah, it's just incredible. I mean, he does it all. I mean, and he brings a physical presence too. It's just like Ovechkin. I mean, uh, you know, you try to, you know, he gets cross-checked all the time, but he brings it back to the guys that are trying to go against him too. So, um, you know, it's amazing uh, that he's on this team and, you know, hopefully uh, he can be on this team for a long time and they get, uh, get the contract figured out. Is he the best player uh, in wild history already or do you still want to see him do this for a couple of seasons before we go down that road? Oh, I think he's there. I mean, I think I think he's going to be better than Gabrick. Um, you know, it's it's amazing uh, what he's what he did in his rookie season. You know, albeit he's twenty three, going to be twenty four, but still, I mean, there is a transition from the KHL to the NHL, and and what he did was was absolutely incredible. And uh, you know, I can't wait to see. Uh, what he does when he has a real big time center with him too. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, uh, we got to talk about the. Uh, I'm I'm still of the of the mind that it is uh, a bluff by his agent. But um, a report came out. I think it was last. I think it was two Fridays ago that um, talks with Kaprizov's agent with his camp have kind of gone cold because Kaprizov's camp wants a short-term deal, and rightfully so, because you sign like a four-year deal, you're going into free agency at 28, and you're going to just you're just gonna cash in. The Wild want to keep him around as long as possible, and rightfully so. And so that threw Wild Twitter and the uh, basically the entire Wild fan base into just a, a frenzy uh, with people saying, oh, great, he doesn't want to play here because the option to return to the KHL is really his only play at this point. Um, Do you think there's legitimate steam to that? Or are you kind of of the same mind as me that this is just, this is the only play that his agent has. And so they were going to play it at some point. And so may as well play it early on in the off season to, uh, to let it just sit there. Oh yeah. I think it's all leverage. Um, If you, if you saw that report too, uh, Kevin Weeks, uh, 
his agent was the same agent that Krill has. Um, so that's definitely where it's coming from. So, um, you know, he was, you know, maybe fed that a little information and then, you know, maybe his agent wanted that, that thrown out there. Um, I, I just can't see him wanting to go back to the KHL. I mean, it's a step below the NHL. Um, he, he proved that he can compete at the NHL level. Um, you know, I know this season was hard with COVID, you know, restrictions and him maybe being a little bit homesick, but you know, this is the best league in the world, the NHL, the national, um, you know, you got to continue playing here. Um, you know, you can play in the Olympics too, but, um, you know, it's, it's time to, time to be a superstar in the NHL. Um, and he's already, he's getting to that level, uh, with the Minnesota wild and, you know, hopefully they can, can, you know, come, you know, to an agreement in the middle there. I, I also understand where he wants a shorter term deal too, because he doesn't know, you know, what the future is going to be with the wild or, you know, they're going to be a Stanley cup contender or not. So I, I can see that. And also, uh, finding a legitimate center to be on his line, um, you know, could have an impact on, on contract negotiations as well. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I think eventually Bill Guerin will uh, will make it happen. Um, obviously, another thing that was uh, was not mentioned in this report, and shout out to uh, Michael Russo for uh, kind of smoothing the waters by <laughs> saying that uh, that Kirill was at uh, a friend's wedding. So that's that's why he was back in uh, in Russia at that particular moment, um, which was conveniently left out of that report. But yeah. in Bill Guerin, we trust. Um, that's another question I wanted to ask you: is is Bill Guerin and Dean Evison? What's your level of trust in these two guys to continue to steer this team uh, in the direction that we all hope for, which is a championship, which is something that has not happened here in the state of Minnesota for any of the core four pro teams since 1991. Yeah, I think it's the best one-two combo that the Wild have had in their history with GM and coach. Um, it's actually it's pretty incredible that uh, you know Billy G um, stuck uh, with uh, with Dean Evason because they they had no relationship, and you know he could have just brought in his own guy. Um, and, and started that, uh, you know, new partnership with, uh, with the head coach that he knew like, a um, you know, a Doug Waite who, um, he's really cl- uh, close with, um, and he, he stuck with Dean and Dean, I think has done an incredible job on, you know, he's put, uh, great lines together, um, and has just really calmed things down, um, for, for the wild, um, uh, you know, it's we. It's been a weird, you know, couple of years uh, with the with the whole bubble thing, and, yeah. and you know, still COVID restrictions. Um, and uh, I just see this uh, that partnership continue, continuing to grow. Um, I think I think it was also nice that he, you know that Darby Hendrickson is still an assistant coach. Um, uh, you know, he's so well loved here and with the, with the organization, and so um, they've they've kept, you know, kept a good crew together, um, along with, uh, you know, Woods and, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy the coaching staff and, and Billy G's put together a fantastic, uh, front office as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll see, this is a huge, this is probably the biggest summer in franchise history. Um, you know, with, with trying to get, um, Kirill resigned also have to figure out, uh, the Eric's neck contract and then also Fiala. So, I mean, those, you know, that's your core of your team right there. And so got to figure out a way to, to get it all, uh, all together. And then also figure out, um, you know, who are they going to give up to Seattle? That's another, 
a huge issue. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a pivotal summer for sure. Yeah, I would not, uh, I would not envy Bill Guerin in making some of these decisions, but that's uh, that's what he gets paid to do, and so he'll um, he'll make the ones that he think is best for the team, and we'll uh, we'll be with him every step of the way. Hey, let's um, let's finish here today by uh, by talking about some big potential uh, moves, as you mentioned, the contract extensions. We'll talk that. We'll talk Jack Eichel. And uh, we'll talk a couple of other things. Alex Micheletti, our guest today on Locked on Wild. We continue the conversation next. It's time to take your sports betting to the next level with betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball's reached the halfway points. The Stanley Cup Finals are just about to start. The Conference Finals are going on in the NBA, plus UFC, MMA, the PGA Tour, you name it, there is plenty to bet on. So before the next pitch, before the opening face-off, the opening tip, the opening bell, the opening tee time, whatever it may be, head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for even another second. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use that promo code locked on at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment with Alex Micheletti talking Minnesota Wild, our summer guest season starting today, and we've got guests lined up the rest of the week, all of next week, and well into the future, just uh, trying to get some different voices other than mine here on Lockdown Wild. So uh, we appreciate you joining today, Alex. Let's talk about some of these big off-season questions. You mentioned the contract extensions, and so what I want us to do to start is rank them based off of importance. So you've got Kirill Kaprizov, you've got Kevin Fiala, you've got Jewel Erickson Eck. Maybe that's the order, but um, if you had to rank those three based on how important it is for the Wild to get them done, uh, what's your one, two, and three? Yeah, uh, 97's, of course, number one, Kirill Kaprizov, because he's probably going to be the the biggest ticket, the biggest contract. So got to get that one you know, figured out uh, and figure out uh, how many years. Uh, number two, uh, definitely Kevin Fiala. I mean, you know, he's the other superstar. You got to get that figured out, too. I think that's going to be the hardest one out of the three, um, you know, just uh, – with the season he had, and I'm expecting him to want a ton of a ton of money as well. Um, and then three would be Eric Sinek. Um, You know, I think uh, I think he'll meet somewhere in the middle with with the team. I'm I, I think he'll be team friendly, um, just based off um, you know the season he had. He's only done it once, so we'll see. Um, you know, can he repeat that? Um, some guys get. You know, they get their money and then they just uh, plateau and, and even out or, you know, drop way down. Um, so um, I just think, you know, that's the correct order. Um, and uh, getting 97 uh, signed and, and, and sealed first is the biggest priority. Yeah, I uh, I agree. And, you know, on the Fiala route, I, I heard Russo, um, I, I believe he filled in for Barrero this past week. And said that it's like 50-50 that Fiala gets moved this offseason. And I'm like, are you sure? I mean, if it brings, like, if it pulls in a legit, like, top-line center, then yeah, go for it. But if it's not going to bring you somebody that hops on that top line, I think you got to stick with them because, you know, that 20-goal mark that he hit this year, 
considering who was on the line with him all season, if he had if he had a good like second like second line center, he might have had forty goals this year. Right. But it's like he I mean, just he was just he was carrying around two boat anchors all season and so I I think that's a dangerous road to go down if they decide that they're going to try to shop Fiala to bring in a top center. Right. I'm always on team load up uh, a top line. I mean, you look at some of the some of the lines and some of the teams are you know that made deep runs in the playoffs. I mean, you look at Tampa; they put Braden Point and Kucherov together, and that's a nightmare matchup. I mean, uh, Braden Point one of the best centers in the NHL. And then you got Kucherov on his, on his wing. And then Andre Palat too, who's very underrated and, and, you know, is the glue guy of that line. And then you also, you, you know, take a look at, you know, teams like Boston and with their perfection line with uh, pa- Pasta and uh, Bergeron and Marchand and then Colorado with uh, Gabe Landeskog and McKinnon and Ranton. And so, yeah, it'd be fun, fun to pair Fiala, Kaprizov, and then, you know, get that center, uh, maybe maybe Marco Rossi's the guy. Um, so yeah, we'll see. That would be fun to watch. That's another question and a perfect segue into uh, what I wanted to ask next. Obviously, there are going to be some ro- there is going to be some roster shuffling that happens with this team, and so you've got some guys down in Iowa in Kalen Addison, um, Marco Rossi, and potentially Matt Boldy that could come up and fill spots. And I think that's a route that the Wild are going to have to look at because you know they're not just going to pull money out of nowhere for these extensions cap's going to be tight going into next year. Um, Are you confident enough in those guys to, uh, to come up and play some big minutes if, uh, if they do end up making the squad? Yeah. um, Kalen Addison, for sure. He showed it. He he played in a playoff game and uh, got a point uh, too. Uh, I, I think, I think his game is only going to continue to grow. Um, And then as far as, uh, as Matt Boldy, um, yeah, I think he's he's definitely ready. I mean, you look at uh, Cole Caulfield, how how he's doing in the playoffs. So I, I think uh, you know, and Boldy proved it in Iowa too. He was like a point per game down there. So um, you know, if he has to play on the fourth line, you know, so be it. You're in you're in the NHL, um, and he can play in the power play too. Um, I think he'll be dangerous on the power play, and the guy that. Uh, the wild needs to have on the power play. I mean, you saw um, <laughs> late in the season, you know, that second unit, you know, I mean, there was guys on the power play that shouldn't have been on the power play. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so it would be fun, fun to see him out there and, uh, and, you know, watch his game grow in the NHL as well. I've seen some of the potential trade proposals for Jack Eichel, and I'm sure you have as well. Um, it's going to cost a lot, but he is he is a heck of a player when he's mm-hmm. right, when he's healthy. Right. Ultimately, if you were Bill Guerin, would you make the trade pretty much regardless of what the asking price is to try to get Eichel here? I th- I think it's too much. Uh, I, honestly, you know, I think. I think he ends up in a team like Anaheim or LA that has a deeper prospect pool. I mean, cause right now they're asking for the house and, yep. you know, I, I, I really don't want to give up a guy like Kevin Fiala. He's still so young and has the potential to be a superstar. Um, I, I just like, I like the way Billy G's building this team. Uh, I would rather find an alternative route to, you know, to find that center. Um, I think Marco Rossi's definitely going to be a, a top six uh, center. I don't think he'll, 
he might not be the the first line center that that we want, but I think he you know he ends up in that you know that second line center for sure. Um, and then you know you know try to find a, an alternative route to to get that top center. I just think with Eichel, I mean, like you said, he can be a great player. Um, he's coming from an organization that you know hasn't won and it's been awful and he was their leader and you know there was a lot of issues with him just being you know in a leadership role there um you know and now he's going to have that that back surgery uh maybe potential to have a fusion like Peyton Manning did and I I just think when you're that young and you're having a major surgery like that I think it could really affect yeah the type type of player um, that, you know, in the way that he plays as well. Um, so I think it's just way too risky to give up that amount of capital for a guy that you just don't know how he's going to be after a surgery like that. Um, hypothetical line situation that just came into my head. And then I'm going to ask you to pick from a few players who could potentially be moved. And the one that you think is most likely to be dealt. Uh, what do we think about this? Kirill Kaprizov, Whatever center the Wilds bring in via free agency or whatever, Kevin Fiala, that's one line. You've got Eriksenek, Greenway, Felino, that's another. Sturm, Rossi, Boldy, that's your third. And then whoever's left is that fourth right. line. I mean... That's uh, that's that. I think that could be dangerous. Yeah, that that could be a fun top nine for sure. Um, you know, figure out that other center spot and yeah, let's roll. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like that. Then that third line has a lot of potential too. Or yeah, a lot of young guns and uh, yeah, be, that would be fun to watch for sure. And then when Rossi's ready, you bump him up to that top line and yes, just playing yeah. with house money. That's all I'm saying. Let's finish um, today. Obviously, we've got the expansion draft. We have other trades in general that could happen. And so I'm going to give you a bunch of uh, or a handful of wild players. And you pick from that group who you think is least likely to be a member of the wild next season. That group includes Zach Parisi, Matt Dumba, Carson Soucy, Kevin Fiala, and Kirill Kaprizov, who is least I, likely to be here next year. I think it's going to end up being Carson Soucy, oh. uh, to be honest with you. Um, you know, a lot of people think it's going to be Matt Dumba. I don't know if they, they want a $7 million defenseman, uh, just uh, with the inconsistencies that Matt Dumba um, has. Um, you know, some nights he looks like the best defenseman on the team, and then others uh, – you know, especially in that Vegas series, I mean, he was you know making you know penalty delay game penalties out there. So I mean, that's that's a risk to take on that big of a contract, and I just don't see uh, the Kraken taking on a player like like Dumba. I think you know with Carson Susti, he has a lot of potential. Uh, I think he can be a top four defenseman. Um, so I think uh, that um, that's the player that's most likely going to end up on the Kraken. Okay. Um. Thank you, Alex, for the time here. Uh, just jamming out to some wild discussion. Um, we'll definitely have to do this again. Before we let you go, though, right. give us uh, give us a bump for the Twitter account. Obviously, um, and I just thought of this too. We could call you the Space Master General for uh, for yes. Twitter. Um, 
those Twitter spaces have become like a, a ritual on a weekly basis. So uh, for those who are listening, who want to follow your, uh, your hockey takes, your sports takes in general, where can they find you? Yep. I'd be at Alex Micheletti. It's A-L-E-X. And then my last name is M-I-C-H-E-L-E-T-T-I. Uh, give me a follow, uh, join our Twitter spaces. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we, we talk all, all sports and entertainment and, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, just discuss uh, uh, things with all you guys. So, yeah, uh, give me a follow, and, uh, yeah, we'll have some fun. That does it for this episode of Locked on Wild. Big thank you to Alex Micheletti for joining the show today. Uh, make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts, also on Facebook and Twitter, at Locked on Wild. And you can follow your fearless leader at Seth Topes on Twitter as well. Have a great Monday, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand-new edition of Locked on Wild.